live from oh psych live from the studio i'm jimmy seleski i'm eric glazer and uh we, we just drove to... 30 hours to get to the <laughs> yeah. studio today i walked here yeah it took him about 90 minutes 90 minutes <laughs> <laughs> i'm still befuddled by it so so 90 miles to drive 30 hours for 90 miles you would have to be driving at three miles per hour which I believe we're going right now, sitting here. <laughs> I think if we yeah. sat here... If I you know, move my chair a little bit in, yeah. that's me going 30 miles an hour. Maybe he's factoring in like every pit stop or something like that. But you shouldn't even be taking a pit stop. 30 hours to drive 90 miles. Like you... I don't even think 90 miles warrants a pit stop. No. I, don't I mean, even... unless there's like a big backup or like... And also, how far is he going again? 90 miles. St. Louis to Chicago. Chicago to St. Louis. St. Louis to Chicago. So wait, did he drive 45 miles one way and realize, oh wait, she was back there. Yeah, this... <laughs> I gotta go back. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got to St. Louis again and he was like, oh, the bitch is in Chicago now. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, Kanye, I'm finishing this Popeyes. <laughs> All the Popeyes is finished by the time we got there. Yeah, dude, because you drove to six different cities. For Not 30 even six different cities, just the same two cities back to back. Six times. <laughs> yeah. For 30 hours. Oh, man. That's a weird tour. Yeah, I don't even consider anything... Like, do you consider 30-minute 30 30 drive a drive? That's, like, right on the verge of being far. Yeah. I guess because I used... Anything over, like... 40 is like all right that's far away that's how i charge for music gigs like mm -hmm. for music gigs i'm like all right if it's under 30 miles one way i'm not going to charge you for travel yeah but that's also because when i worked at columbia cheesecake factory living in towson that was a 30 mile that was a 30 minute drive every day to and from that's like a standard commute dude especially like depending on where you live like people in new york city they're probably just fucking driving 30 minutes. They're not even driving. They're, yeah, they're fucking taking, taking like trains train, for 30 yeah. minutes. 30 minutes. <laughs> That's a whole different song, dude. <laughs> On the ferry. <laughs> oh, man. I showed you this before we started. Uh, we talked about it a little bit over the weekend. But Fishtails, I, uh, I, I stopped in a seasons today. Because mm -hmm. I got our logo, which i got to be honest. This is not exactly what I planned. <laughs> I wanted to do like a bronze bucket and I wanted like a car sticker logo. And the girl that I've been talking to recently was like, you should go on Etsy because they make that kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't trust those fucking hippies on Etsy. I want a fucking corporation, big billion dollar corporation yeah. <laughs> to make my my fake no dollar tournament sign. And uh, so I went to carstickers.com. Oh, only the best. <laughs> only the best. <laughs> it's like, this isn't for a car, but okay. And uh, I learned so much about graphic design. I learned where the vector is yeah. this week. That was huge for me. I couldn't believe it. I was like, really? You can just make something into a vector and make it any size ever? Mm -hmm. Why didn't I know that? Well, it, it depends. Regardless. Okay, yeah, yeah. I made this into a vector. Okay, cool. Wasn't good enough the first time. They okay. sent it back. Wait, let me see it again. It's got, like, Ooh. spinach and broccoli juice on it now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's that's Memday Madness. That's sick, though. Hell yeah, dude. 
That looks official. Yeah, I thought they were going to like cut it out for me. And also it took me like 15 minutes to to realize like if this was even a sticker. I just thought they sent me a piece of like vinyl. <laughs> well, I assume like the film does come off. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A sticker. Like it looks like it is cut out or no. I guess it's not. It's not. You got to cut it out yourself. Okay. But, uh, sure? And it also came kind of scratched a little bit, but I was like, you know what? I don't feel like, like, this is so yeah, not it's, that it's important. Fine. It's fine. But it's becoming increasingly more important as we've learned in the past couple of weeks because when I stopped into seasons, I, I was like, yeah, I'm grabbing. I asked Pete, I was like, Pete, you got like one of those bar buckets I could just buy from you? He was like, how many? I was like, one or two because I also need one. Because I use them for my tips at gigs. Yeah, I yeah. hang one off my mic stand, and then we were packing up at High Tops, and I said, Joe, did we remember everything? Because they locked the doors. And he was mm. like, yeah, man, I think we got everything. No bucket. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Quit harshing my vibe, dude. <laughs> it's like, all right, dude, now I don't have a fucking bucket. And how do, you can't go into a bar and ask them. It's like saying, hey, do you have my Bud Light? Like, that's all they have is buckets. Yeah. They're going to be like, no, dude, this is our bucket. First of all, I'm pretty sure they gave me that bucket six months ago. So if yeah, anything, they just got it back. Yeah. They're like, all right, you've made enough they money. They probably got it back and they're like, wait, where did this ancient <laughs> relic come from? We got to throw this out. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get rid of it. We got new buckets. So I went into seasons. I was like, I could use a bucket for the Ocean City bronze bucket, but I could also use one for tips. Mm -hmm. I didn't press it too much. Yeah. He just tossed me this bucket, which is a good bucket. It's a good bucket. It's good. I love these ones. There's like three kinds you can get. You can get the Miller Lite one with the Raven, or you can get the Corona one. Mm. That's just Corona. No, it'd be crazy. Or the Bud Light. It'd be way too hard. But like, if you kept some of that shit on it. That would be, oh, geez. Is this going to fit? Yeah, it looks like it'll fit. Maybe. <laughs> or just do it like, uh, uh -uh. Have, have that on one side and the podcast logo on the other, maybe. I don't know. No, we can't do that because I want everybody. They're only going to post situate it one way true so i need them to see that logo you know what we could do since it's already not cut we could just like space them closer together or maybe just remove the word champion or do we need to have the word champion i don't know i'd say maybe um here let me see it i bet if you could do like if you cut it here mm -hmm. and had this all the way on the bottom yeah. And then maybe put the LFTS maybe slightly over this. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I, yeah. I I didn't I didn't bother measuring. I spent. I was like, <laughs> well, you didn't even have a bucket. Until I don't know today. how big buckets are. Why do you even Google that? How big it's is not a, on Google? <laughs> is it a bucket? Is it a pail? Which kind of bucket? Are you talking about the standard bar bucket? Yeah. Or I don't. Dude, a I sand bucket. I don't know what the proper even terminology for that is. I keep on saying bar bucket. Now that I don't have my own, every time I go to a bar, I ask some random busboy. I'm like, dude, could you please do me a favor and find me a bar bucket? And I swear to God, every time I play a gig, they bring me something different. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the ones that like, you know, they put like like beers in and like it's a metal thing. It has like a handle. One guy walked up with like a fucking like it looked like the the uh the crisper drawer you get out of a refrigerator. <laughs> like, dude, how could you possibly thought this is what I wanted? Yeah, how did you end up with this? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go for this, dude? This looks like you got it out of my fridge. I could have done this, dude. There's like the condensation building up on it from being out in like the warm air now. <laughs> yeah, it's like this smells like asparagus, dude. Get this out of here. <laughs> it's gonna be smelling for weeks now. Yeah, I've seen you get like 
pitchers or like uh yeah you get everything they all look hacky unless you have a bucket there's only two there's only two well, legal pitchers weird because it's see-through you don't mm-hmm. want people to see how many tips you're getting exactly you want everybody person to walk up and be like oh this guy bucket enough deep. tips so it's yeah. like even if you get a good amount of tips like the bucket's never gonna mm-hmm. really look full unless Some... people like try to make it look full yeah and then in which case i make it look less full because i want people to think we're not making any money <laughs> like if somebody <laughs> throws me like a bunch of money i'm like all right we're storing this yeah. so the next person will be, oh, i can't believe you guys aren't getting tips i'm like i know <laughs> I weaponizing believe... guilt <laughs> 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 I'm trying to gaslight my fans over here. <laughs> um, actually, no, I actually don't do that. But it would be funny if I did. That'd be a good problem to have. I know. I've never really. I, I rarely. I've had overflowing this tip bucket. Mm-hmm. There's really only two. You just gotta start getting smaller buckets, dude. If yeah. you wanna fill that dream. <laughs> I hate a small bucket, dude. There's nothing worse than a small bucket. Like sometimes people literally just give me like a bar glass. I'm like, dude. Damn. Do you think I suck that much? Yeah, what the fuck? Somebody's going to give me like any- a quarter? Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be winging dimes at me all yeah. night trying to get it in the glass. There's only two legal, uh, in my opinion, there's only two acceptable forms of uh, tip holders, and that is the bucket or the open guitar case. Yeah. That is another classic standard. That's like, a, uh, that's like the street performer version, though. Yeah, it looks kind of tacky at paid gigs, but it also, like, depending on where you do it, it kind of has a nice vibe to mm-hmm. it. Like, I would never do it at, like, a private event. I don't I don't ask for t- I don't put out a bucket at a private event, because that's kind of, like, yeah, insulting. Like, yeah, you're getting paid to do shit. Yeah, but at a bar, it's like, I'm getting paid to do shit, but also it's like... But also, that's part of the deal. Yeah. It's like, like I get to, you're not getting paid as much as a private event. Yeah, and I get to keep this bucket. Exactly. <laughs> it's a great deal. <laughs> to paint this bucket bronze. <laughs> So, <laughs> I guess that's our next step. We have to uh, paint this Miller Lite bucket bronze. I think you might be hood dreaming a little bit by trying to maintain some of the architecture that's already there. I think that might be yeah. a little bit out of our pay it grade. Be, yeah, I was thinking maybe just like put like tape over it and cut out the yeah. tape scent. That'd be too much work. Yeah. Though. Well, I also got them a bracket too. See, okay. here's the thing. I wasn't originally going to get them a bracket. I was just going to get them the bucket because I'm used to people not giving a fuck. Yeah. And so when Fishtails has been contacting us repeatedly. Hounding us. Hounding, but in a great way. No, in like, a great way. In a great way. No, but no, like, no, not in a bad way. They are so happy to have won. And I got to say, when I discussed this earlier, actually a true Cinderella story because Secrets did share that shit as well. Yeah. And Secrets has like twice as many followers at least. Yeah. And like they're far more known. Fishtails is kind of like the underdog in that situation. They were the number two seed. Uh, but like the fact that they pulled that out, it was great for the city of Ocean City. Oh yeah. But even better for us as exactly. a podcast, which is always the main point of these tournaments. We got so many new followers off that. So many. We're we're at a solid ten point one k now. I can post links in the fucking a story. A lot again. of them hate us. But. <laughs> it's all right, dude. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? So the bartender hit us up and was like, dude. Uh, can you guys, like, when are you presenting? And I was like, oh, damn, okay. Uh, I guess I should order this shit from Vistaprint or whatever. So I got them a big bracket. Because I don't want to show up with just a shitty bucket. Yeah. And be like, hey, we drove all the way from Baltimore and uh, to give you this (laughs) bucket. This is taking up space in my apartment. Here you go. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't bother bother measuring the logo, and I got this bucket for free from Seasons (laughs) Pizza. And uh, we figured, hey, why not give it to you to advertise that you won this fake tournament? But, I mean, look, it just goes along with the classic saying, 
anything's real that is made real. This is real now. And when we go down there and bring the PA system and fucking ladies and gentlemen presenting something like that, whatever the fuck we do, I'll put a bunch of reverb on it. It sounds sick. Hell yeah. We got to have like a fucking hype ass song queued up as soon as we say, give it up for your Ocean City Mem Day Madness 2021 champions. Fish Probably not that song. You want a lighter? Maybe that song, bro. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe that song. <laughs> Maybe that song. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. I saw you uh, when you hit me up, like telling me how enthused everyone was over there mm-hmm. about winning. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Yeah, it really and it really it puts fire under our ass because I I mean I like I said I wasn't getting in that bracket. Now I got him a fucking big ass bracket, premium gloss. Vistaprint is the best website on the internet. Let me just say that for anybody getting anything printed or like any type of like business cards, posters, pictures, they're the fucking best. I have never had issues. In fact, the one time I had issues uh, was when I got my second round of business cards, my world famous sophomore business cards, and uh, they did the gloss wrong. And so I was I, I called them and I said, hey, I know this is going to sound stupid. <laughs> but last time you guys gave me this, you did it a certain way that was awesome. And this time you guys gave me this, and it's not the same. And they were like, all right, we'll send you more. And then they came more, also still wrong. And so I called them again. I was like, all right, now I have a thousand wrong business cards. And they were like, oh, yeah, just keep those. We'll do it right this time. I was like, sweet. Two days later, got the right ones. Now I have 1,500 business cards, 33% of which are correct. But I can use all of them. <clears throat> yeah, it just depends on how important the person is yeah that's getting it yeah i have like my bullshit batch like <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't get a fucking gloss <laughs> you don't deserve you the get the matte finish dude yeah i don't see this relationship going anywhere <laughs> 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 you're clearly drunk but yeah dude and then you know I, I i literally clicked uh confirm order on the poster for the bracket yesterday it's already in the mail now they probably do that because they use USPS, which is the worst thing ever. And so the estimated delivery date is still June 25th, even though I paid for like priority. Well, whatever, yeah. dude. Well, then, you know, those other times you got those business cards, USPS like delivered them to the wrong people every oh, time. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah. That too. That wasn't on Vistaprint. Who, you guys should sponsor us, by the way. They should, dude, Vistaprint should sponsor us. Mm-hmm. Also, completely forgot about that. The what? fact that they delivered them, them to the wrong spot. Or no? No, okay, that they delivered... Yeah. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. That was such a saga. Yeah, that was like a whole ordeal. Yeah, that was like... one of your neighbors was like holding hostage like a bunch of your business cards. Yeah. When you finally got the good ones, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you would think somebody would have called me, emailed me, hit me up on Instagram, SoundCloud maybe. Even a SoundCloud DM would have been warranted. But uh, no, that guy's still sitting around. Maybe that's maybe that's where some of these random business propositions I get are from. Like I tell you, every now and then I'll get like an email from that like guy some, just uses your business card. Yeah. <laughs> hey, dude, I spoke to you about the car detailing. <laughs> oh man, whatever, dude. I'm excited for July Fourth weekend. I'm also excited that uh, Scott has finally confirmed. Not in the Instagram chat though. That's that's just to you. Group chat etiquette. I think that Scott needs to learn, because mm. um, a lot of times Joe and John will do this too, where they'll text me something that pertains to the group personally, 
And then I have to then retext their text to the group chat and be like, oh, by the way, John says this. And then John also gets sad. And he's probably like, I know I mm-hmm. said that. And I'm like, I know, but like, you should have texted that to the group, dude. Like, obviously Scott should have fucking told the group because now I got to hit up the group and I feel like I'm the annoying one in the group. I don't want to be the annoying <laughs> one in the group, dude. Like, he should have spared me of that, dude. I feel like, I feel like the, um, like every trip has like, I, I call them the, like, the mom or the girlfriend. I think girlfriend's a better way. Because girlfriends are really about like planning trips and stuff like that. Like, and whenever I would go on a trip with my ex, she was always like, and then we're doing this. And then on this night, we're doing that. I'm like, okay, whatever. Look, when I go on a trip, here's how much I plan. I say, okay, we're getting there. We're going to get a place to stay. I don't even, I didn't even used to plan on a place to stay. We, Scott and I went to Los Angeles with no place to stay. We just, yeah. our planning of the trip was we're going to buy a ticket for this day to Los Angeles and then buy a ticket back on this day and we'll figure everything else <laughs> once we're there. <laughs> it's fucking LA. It's not like they're not going to have places to stay. Not that we use them, but. Yeah, you guys like slept on the side of a road. Yeah. A homeless guy came up to snug one night. Yeah. And- <laughs> I, like, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that now. But still, like even with Ocean City, if you're going down to Ocean City with just yourself like i used to do a lot when i was playing on the boardwalk or with one other person you can get a room the day of there's i feel like this is this just pervasive myth in maryland culture that says like oh dude if you want to get a hotel in ocean city you better fucking book now and it's like january yeah like no dude go down there the day of go to the beach leave the be- drink on the beach leave the beach walk into a hotel shirtless in your bathing suit dragging a boogie board in a beach chair and say hey i need a room you're you're good you really are good i had i did get a room one night though me and uh, elizabeth went down like for a couple of days one time mm-hmm. and like before i like we started driving down i looked on like this app hotel tonight and I was like, oh, okay, cool. There's like a couple options. I'll just book it when I get down there. That sounds like a promising idea. So like we get down there, we're like hanging out, chilling to go to the beach. And then we like get dinner and I'm like looking at that app again and there are no fucking rooms on it. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, let's just fucking drive around a little bit. Da 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 da. Um and then finally I everything's no vacancy, no vacancy, no vacancy. Finally drive past the fucking where did we used to stay? The Islander. The Islander. Pull up to the Islander. They're like, oh, yeah, we have one room. It's the penthouse. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> All right, how much is it? They're like 400 bucks. I'm like, fuck. And I like, um, I didn't want to like drive anywhere. I was like, fuck it. I'll eat this charge. And then like in the morning, we looked at the hotel tonight, and it worked like the rest of the time we were staying there. But like, fuck that, dude. Oh, <laughs> the, dude. The penthouse room, dude. It was so bad. I would imagine. It was like a waterproof mattress. <laughs> it was like, this isn't luxury. <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh this room is special because the tv works yeah this gets the food network in this room <laughs> <laughs> that sucks dude nothing worse than like i don't even know how they just i don't even know it. if it was that much but it was like outrageous for me at that time i was like still working at the movie theater part-time dude, 400 and shit. bucks is outrageous for me probably for the rest of my life for staying at a hotel for one night i would it depends imagine on the hotel i guess if i was on like an important trip, like my honeymoon, I would drop big bucks in a hotel. But if I'm just on vacation, 
I, I mean, they talk about how like standards evolve as you get older, and by they, I mean we have talked about this in the past. Mm-hmm. They being us in the past, <laughs> our other, our third person versions of ourselves. But like, okay, when we were kids, we'd go down to Ocean City and just get the cheapest fucking room and stay there with like six people sleeping on the floor and shit like that yeah. three people to a bed whatever sleeping bags the whole night somebody's sleeping in the fucking bathroom half the yeah, time someone's like sleeping on your amp yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like okay i wouldn't do that mm-hmm. but also i don't need like a holiday Inn is fine mm-hmm. like i don't need any of the other shit i really don't spend any time at the hotel when i'm on a vacation i try not to the more time you spend at a hotel on a vacation i feel like is directly proportionate to how shitty your vacation was. Mm-hmm. If you're there the whole time, you know? Yeah, Unless sure. your hotel is, like, all-inclusive pool bar, like, that would be sick. Yeah. And that's a level I would like to get to. When we can just go to... But I wouldn't do that in Ocean City. No, never. Like, yeah, let's get OC all-inclusive. <laughs> all you can eat shrimp, baby. <laughs> they sell Frisbees at the hotel, dude. It's included. <laughs> we never need to leave. <laughs> high school kids will come into our hotel and harass us we don't even have to go to the boardwalk now <laughs> which by the way did you see that video of the um the kids in ocean city on the boardwalk oh yeah i think so the the they kept saying the kid was like vaping or something yes yes but that is was vaping uh, on the boardwalk illegal i guess yeah it is what <laughs> It's so dumb, dude. What? It's so dumb, dude. And like, here's what I was talking to Zach about, uh, my friend Lord Leisure, is that they do that for a reason. They make random shit illegal for a reason. And the reason is so they have an excuse to kick people off the boardwalk Mm -hmm. for whatever. The more shit you make illegal, the more excuses you can make to not let somebody on the boardwalk. Yeah, and it's like bullshit dress code shit. Exactly. For restaurants. I can't think of any fathomable like justification for why you can't hit a fucking vape on the boardwalk. Yeah, that's crazy. Unless the real reason is we don't just want a bunch of high school kids sitting on the bench in one place vaping because mm-hmm. we're trying to make this like a like a nice resortish they they refer to ocean city as a resort town they're like you know we don't want like a group of 16 kids just fucking chilling on one bench occupying and vaping yeah which i also understand uh but that's why you have loitering laws you should have just caught them for loitering dude i didn't even know what loitering was until like a year ago and i was like oh standing around that's all we did yeah that's all high school kids do and also it's the boardwalk what are you supposed to do walk it's not you the board sit. Stop. No, no sitting. No stopping. Uh, no vaping. <laughs> not the board vape. The boardwalk. You fucking walk. You look at this guy playing the guitar. You say, oh, that's good. You keep fucking going. You get to the end. You get you go ice home. cream. You, you get ice and cream. And then you leave. That's mm-hmm. the boardwalk. If you want to get on rides, <laughs> you can. You, <laughs> you got to walk. You got to walk. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was ridiculous. That I mean, OC cops are, are notoriously fucking dickheads. There's no doubt about it. That was way overboard. Now, again, I didn't see the context leading up to it, but I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say that the way they handled that situation was unreal. Yeah, it was like what was three going. dudes on one guy, yeah. right? They're fucking... I mean, look, they're... 
they enforce so much random bullshit in Ocean City. They're, I mean, more power to them for enforcing the liquor laws. Like, they are the hardest carders ever when it comes to trying to get to a bar. Like, they will card you. They will card your grandmother. And I still like, can't believe that you and Mahedi lost your fakes that you got, like, in the mail within a week and, like, at the same 7-Eleven. Yeah. Looking back, I can believe it because they were such shitty fakes and we took them to the most, like, but I also still thought, like, 7-Eleven's not going to give a fuck. Well, they know? didn't beginning. Like, when we first got down there that weekend or those, like, couple days we went, like, Mahedi got shit from that 7-Eleven and they didn't card him. And then really? he went back, they carded him, took it away, and then you came down later tried to hit that on the way in instantly lost it <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and i think luckily henry was down there and we got him to get us shit or mihai i feel like mihai was like 28 at the time probably <laughs> mihai was like old. it's like dude i have a real id <laughs> we're all 19 except me no but like i've also you know last when i was there with your brother last year i got we got stopped for jaywalking dude lucas Got his ass beat by police for jaywalking Wait, in Delaware. What? Like he got straight up pummeled. What the fuck? Which is okay. This is an important this is an important thing to note about because I think there's a lot of misconceptions over like a lot of times people are like, oh, like all oh, this happened because of a traffic stop or all this happens. Like what happens is if you get stopped by a cop. And he says, yo, you were jaywalking. You can't just say, fuck off, I don't give a shit, and walk away. Because then you don't have, like, a city anymore. Like, the cops have to be able to, like, if there's a rule, they have to be able to, like, they have to be able to say, like, now, you're a dick if you decide to enforce it to that point. But mm -hmm. also, it's like, if you get pulled over or something like that, and you don't put your blinker on, it's like, you can't just say... I don't give a fuck. And then the cop goes, oh, you don't you don't care? Okay, then I'll get back in my car then. It's like, obviously, this shit's going to escalate if you fight it. So Lucas is jaywalking and does just the opposite of what we just discussed. Yeah. He's like, who gives a fuck, dude? There's not any cars. He's fucking wasted leaving the bar in like Fenwick or something. They fucking beat his ass, dude. Jesus Or actually, Christ. you know what? It might have been Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter, dude. Doesn't <laughs> so matter. Fucking weird. It's weird. I mean, he got oh his God. like he then they took him to the station and he's like sitting in jail. With, like I'm black like, eye. If it was like Fenwick, if he's like drunk crossing like Ocean Highway, it's like, hey kid, you could have got killed. Let's <laughs> fucking teach you a lesson by almost killing you. <laughs> I don't get that mentality. I, I don't understand it either. But they and then, you know, and then I got pulled over. Uh, the most recent time, which was a couple weeks later, just driving down Coast High with my mom in the passenger seat, driving my mom's van, my dad's van, my brother in the back seat, my mom in the passenger seat, just a little family vacation. 6 p.m., broad daylight, driving a dinner down Coastal Highway, pulled over for going like 10 over the speed limit, which every other car, like it was like, like there were cars all over the road. I was just going the pace of every other car. Yeah. And they just pick one and stop you and give you a ticket, dude. And they like, they make it such quick business. Like he just walks up, he's like, "Yeah, you were going this fast and this fast. 
in a posted thing. And I was like, where was it posted? He's like, right over there. All right, give me your license registration. I was like, damn. Like, they don't even talk to you. Like, because they know. That's when you know a cop is bullshitting you. That's when you know that they know that they're being a dick. Because it's like, dude, you didn't have to pull me over for this, dude. It's Labor Day. It's like the week after Labor Day. So, like, it's the end of your season. You probably have a quota you have to meet. And so you're trying to just fill in all the traffic tickets for the season. Because, you know, once us tourists stop coming in, you're going to be dealing with a bunch of fucking locals for for the next nine months yeah you know so i don't know uh, the moral of the story is ocean city cops are kind of fucking dicks i've had fair amount of runs and run-ins with them like just like from playing on the boardwalk yeah. you need to uh i can't be able to hear you from over here where's that written dude <laughs> show me the law where it says you shouldn't be able to hear me at dumpsters like I don't know. He, I just remember him like standing on the boardwalk and being like. And meanwhile, there's like a whole crowd of people watching. It's like I can understand. You have to be able to use judgment to some degree, you know. Like obviously, if it's a like laws are meant for interpretation. <laughs> like if it's a guy that sucks, dude can't play on the boardwalk. It's illegal. You don't have a permit. You suck. I'm not gonna say it's because you suck, but. You're not adding to the ambiance. Like, you suck, and you're asking, you're basically asking people for money in the form of music, shitty music. <laughs> but, like, me, when I pull up my fucking gas generator, <laughs> put it on the boardwalk, <laughs> and had to turn up my speakers to overcome <laughs> that sound, to play to the people of Ocean City. Yeah. If they're enjoying it, let it happen, dude. Let it happen. And they don't see things that way, dude. I saw things that way because I was drinking a Jimmy Selesky out of McDonald's cup. <laughs> and I thought everything I was, I was saying made sense. generator fumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> seeing things that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever, dude. Shouts out to those kids. I think they had like an exclusive interview on Fox 45. Like, Live interview with the kids from... Ocean City. The Ocean <laughs> City the Five. Boardwalk kids. <laughs> boardwalk kids. <laughs> so one thing's for sure, we're definitely not vaping when we go down there, dude. No, of course unless not. you want to leave in a stretcher. Just big cigars on the boardwalk. No, I'm I got sure stopped for smoking not... a cigar. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I was they didn't beat me up. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was like on acid smoking a cigar. Oh my god. <laughs> Sir, acid's fine. No cigars. Damn. I was walking a uh, barefoot, bathing suit, no shirt, nothing. Wallet in my just hand. Just a cigar. Just a cigar and a <laughs> bathing suit. Wallet in one hand, cigar in the other. Yeah. <laughs> walking Only a down. bathing suit to my name. <laughs> and I'm like in my own fucking dimension, just walking down like behind Lucas and Dom. Just like smoke. Do they have cigars too? No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, the cop is like, sir. And I'm like, da 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 da. <laughs> Take a look at my girlfriend. And I just keep walking. <laughs> Whole other dimension, dude. That song was playing. And uh he's like, sir, sir, sir. And I'm like, oh what? And I'm in sunglasses, thankfully. So he can't see my eyes look like fucking polywag. <laughs> and he's like, you can't, you can't do that. And I'm like, what? 
<laughs> He's like, you can't smoke a cigar. I'm like, oh, shit, dude, I didn't even know. My cigar was, like, falling apart. I was really just smoking a rolling paper, like an unrolled rolling paper. <laughs> like, the guts of the cigar were just leaking on the boardwalk. I didn't think it was lit. I think I was just <laughs> sucking on it. <laughs> I was like, what exactly it can It might have I- just been normal, but you're on acid. <laughs> It looked like I had just got done smoking one of those like cartoon exploding cigars, like the aftermath of that, yeah. and I just kept smoking it. <laughs> like somebody pranked me, and I was like, "Still good though." You have to like light each little peel. <laughs> so he told me I couldn't do that, and I was like, "Oh, I I hit him with the Dave Chappelle." I said, "I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that." And then I don't know just if he got kept the doing room. it. Just kept, just kept walking. <laughs> Take a look at my girlfriend. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Great fond memories of Ocean City. How can you beat it? Yeah, I remember when I saw the video that we were talking about. Um I just I remembered the time where like we were drunk, like singing like show tunes down the boardwalk or some yes, shit. Yes. And a cop stopped us and we're like I was like, damn, what if you just beat us all up right as we were singing, like... <laughs> Earth Angel. Exactly. <laughs> Getting beat up to Earth Angel. Yeah. And the thing is, that's not illegal. Like, I remember when we were doing that, I remember the kids that walked by, I was like, oh, you know, officer, you know what they on. And I was like, dude, literally, we're not high. We might have yeah. been high. Were we high? I think we were just drunk or something. We were drunk. But we also might have been old enough to be drunk. I feel like we could have been 21. Probably. It's legal to be drunk. Right? <laughs> I think so. I think it's legal to be and drunk. And it wasn't like crazy late. I mean, there was nobody else around. It was kind of late. And we were okay. also like up by like 20th. Like we were up by like 40th Street, which is like yeah, the end of the boardwalk. we might have been being loud. We might have been off the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> we might have just been walking <laughs> through a dune. Caroling. <laughs> but like door to door. But here's the thing. Here is the thing. We have been practicing that all night. <laughs> <laughs> we just, we're doing a mobile talent show. And... We weren't loitering. We were, we were walking. We were walking. If we would have been standing in one place singing Earth Angel, yeah. it could have been a different story. We got our asses We might have gotten caught. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we, we kept it moving. We kept it moving. Keep it moving. We're always a step ahead. Keep it moving. <laughs> Love that song. Keep it moving. <laughs> Going back to my previous point, which is if you suck, the law hits you harder. We didn't suck. We've been practicing that song. We had our harmonies. <laughs> I was like, Earth Angel. And you guys go, Earth Angel. Will you be mine? <laughs> and we were fucking killing it. And you know the cops were like, this has got to be some type of violation. But also, it's a violation. Because <laughs> you boys are killing it. So he didn't say shit. We were good. You ought to run that back. Absolutely, dude. We gotta learn. Maybe maybe we'll perform that at Fishtails. There's a callback. <laughs> to us. <laughs> to us. <laughs> this presentation obviously has to be about us, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Do they have like a projector? Should we make like a slideshow? Of what? I don't know. <laughs> Congrats. What would our slides be? I don't know. Us hanging out. <laughs> we'll just broadcast an episode yeah. on the projector. On a slideshow. This episode. 
I mean, I guess I gotta, I gotta talk. I gotta call them. I gotta call them and see what they're thinking. Dude. We don't have to do a slideshow. I, I mean, why not? You know, all I have planned so far is to prop up some speakers, do a sick ass announcement, introduce ourselves. Boom, boom, boom. We both have mics. Maybe you do a tight thirty. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fucking play Brown Eyed Girl on guitar. To bring him in. <laughs> now, I'm imagining it being like a 20-second thing. Yeah. Like, yo, what's up, everybody? I'm Jimmy Selesky. I'm Eric Glazer. And we are coordinated live, live from, from the, the studio. studio. <laughs> you can follow us at LFTS Podcast, blah, 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 blah. Um, you may have not may not be aware that we ran a blah blah, blah. something cool. It's gonna be cool, you it's gonna know. Be chill. Might not talk. I'm not gonna use this voice. I might mm-hmm. use like this voice. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you may or may not. I'm gonna use Ivan's voice at the beginning of the last podcast, dude. That's the move. Which, by the way, next time he's on the fucking podcast, he's wearing fucking headphones, dude. He's wearing fucking <laughs> headphones, dude. That man was off the mic the whole fucking time, dude. I was listening back in my car, just like, I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. I'm going to fucking call him. I was like, don't call him. Don't call him. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's cool. Hell yeah. Fucking. Um, Any happenings this week for you, dude? I've uh, been going out a little bit more. Went to uh, my cousin from San Diego is in town with his uh, fiance, I believe. Nice. And they were like, hey, like, do you guys want to go to brunch at this place in Hamilton? We've been trying to go every time we've been in Baltimore, but it's always booked. Hamilton. It's like kind of over by Morgan State. Like What's it Harford, called? Harford Road. Mm-hmm. Maggie's Farm. Okay, I've actually heard of it. Never been there, but I've heard of it. Yeah. Apparently, it's hard to get into, dude. Really? <laughs> like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. We got. I, I don't know. I went there the, for the first time, and I sat down and ate. So it got right in. Got right in. <laughs> this is LOTS podcast. Yeah. Coming we know in Maggie. live, Maggie Swarm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how was it? Was it worth the fucking hype? It was pretty good, but um. So I got like uh, chicken and waffles. Very good, but. So it came with like syrup, uh, candied pecans, and then like the chicken and waffles. But it also on the menu had sausage gravy. Mm-hmm. And I told the waiter, I was like, "Hey, I don't really need the sausage gravy. It's and a lot. It's a lot. Like I don't want that." And he's like, "Oh, it's like it's really good with the sausage gravy. Like if you don't get the sausage gravy, it's gonna be like all dry. Yeah. If you don't get the sauce, so- I'm not giving it to you." <laughs> get something else and I was like no I don't want the sausage gravy <laughs> like it's fine I'll you know the syrup will keep it moist and that's what you thought no it came out syrup was moist as hell it was great candied pecans were great the waffle was good the chicken was good it was really good but they still tried to give me the sausage gravy on the side on the side yeah I'm like dude I didn't want this <laughs> I don't like when waiters are like I know better than you yeah and here's the thing. Uh, waiters are trained to, in Cheesecake, they called it tour guiding. Mm-hmm. And basically it was like somebody orders something that you know is about to not be good. Just fucking be like, yo. Just like politely pull them in another direction. But you give them one push. 
like for instance, I talked about this a billion times, but like we would always for the crab cakes, I would always do this because the crab cakes were not Maryland style. They were Louisiana style. They were fried with like peppers in them. It's fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. And uh, I would always be like, yo, they're not Maryland crab cakes. Just letting you know. And nine times out of ten, they'd be like, oh, well, fuck that. I'll get something else. You know what I mean? So I feel like I know what he was trying to do. But also it's like once you give the one pushback, you're like, dude, I love a dry brunch. <laughs> it wasn't even dry. It's like, dude, syrup is also wet. First yeah. of all, I don't even know how syrup mixes with gravy. I feel like it's one or the other. I know, right? It's like, give me one or the other. You're getting pecans and sausage gravy? That's a weird combo there. Yeah. It's like they just put everything in there, dude. Yeah, I wasn't having it, but luckily they didn't give it to me. And uh, luckily, it was great. But they gave it to you on the side? On the side. They tried to give me like a little hint again, and I'm like, bitch, I'm not eating this. Did you taste it? No. <laughs> Out of spite. Out of spite. Like, I will not even look at this. Yeah, Get this I gave away. it to someone else. <laughs> I bet it was probably good. That's probably like their signature thing, dude. It might be. But you know, I was not having that. So would like these? They come in from San Diego. Would you would you say that like they got like the taste of Baltimore? You think they're gonna go back home and be like, "Yo, food in Baltimore is all right." Oh no, I think they really liked it. But mm-hmm. also, I mean, they've been here before. Like, okay, they they know what's up. Yeah, um, brunch is a big thing around here. I think it's a big thing everywhere. But I noticed like as I've gotten older, I've become really into brunch. I love brunch. I feel like I wake up too late on the weekends to get into brunch. Yeah. But I did go to, what was it, Rocket de Venus? Yeah. And Liz went there for brunch the other week. Is that the... Pretty good. Where is that? In Hamden? Yeah. Okay. It's like uh, by my old apartment on Power Street. There's, um... It's right by, like, the lights on uh, 34th. I went to Blue Moon Cafe recently, and it was, like, okay. You know, I feel like there's a lot of places that just have a lot of um, look. No disrespect to Blue Moon Cafe, it was fine, but it wasn't yeah. like, oh, dude. You know, it was like a yeah. long ass wait. And I feel like, like that's like Miss Shirley's too. Yeah, Iron Rooster's kind of the same way. It's like a lot of hype, and then you go there, it's like okay, this tastes like every other fucking like, I don't know. Yeah, I just go to the point usually, point house and walk in. Really, I judge the quality of a of a brunch place by what kind of. uh bottomless drink specials they do <laughs> yeah if you that's can, the most important yeah part. if you can give me enough mimosas i will i'll even eat the sausage gravy dude <laughs> whatever you want me to do dude <laughs> bottomless sausage gravy rack it up <laughs> so you guys just hung out for uh brunch time you didn't, uh, just brunch time because uh they like literally picked up so like my cousin came in like maybe wednesday night or something or thursday and he hung out with my brother for a little bit. They picked up his fiance from the airport, like right before brunch. Mm-hmm. They did brunch, and then they're getting like a rental car to go down to, mm. um, like North Carolina or some shit to see other family down there. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was meaning to tell you about this. Ooh, this is uh, I was playing at the watershed in Fed Hill, and uh. I finish up my set, and now they have, like, acoustic music in the corner, and um, they provide, like, a bunch of house gear, so they have, like, the mixer. Now, the mixer that they provide happens to be the exact mixer I already use, mm-hmm. so it was awesome. I already know how to dial it in. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then they also provided this monitor speaker, like a floor monitor. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. Like, the thing that, like, aims up at you so you can hear what you're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, that also happens to be almost exactly like the one I use. It's a slightly cheaper model, but it's... <laughs> no shade. No shade. It's pretty much what I use. And so I, I always bring in mine anyway, just because it gets louder and theirs doesn't get quite loud enough. Uh, and so I show up. The, so the first time I used theirs for like the first half and then I brought in mine because I managed to get a spot right outside, which is like an amazing feat in Fed Hill. Like yeah. the fact that I was able to park it's like unheard of. It's unreal. Every other time I play in Fit Home, like blocks away, like multiple blocks away. And so this most recent time I show up, it's not there. So I'm like, okay, no skin off my back. I was bringing mine in anyway. Mm-hmm. So I bring in mine, right? Set it up. I'm playing, play the whole gig. Great gig, fun time. Uh, after my set, after the live acoustic, they bring in a DJ who starts at 10. So I, this, most recent time, I was parked pretty far away, as mm-hmm. usual. So I like wrap up my stuff, stick it in like a corner, and then I walk to my car. I come back, the DJ has my speaker and my cords out mm-hmm. and has it set up for his thing. Misunderstanding, right? Yeah, Fine. Yeah. Who cares, you know? So I go up and I'm like, now this is a, this is a $500 speaker, mind you. And uh, I go up and I'm like, hey, dude, uh, I think that's mine. And he was like, nah, dude, this is the house speaker. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, I know what you're talking about because like they had a speaker here last time. But actually, I came in today. It wasn't here. And I, it's like kind of like this one, but it's like a slightly cheaper model. I brought in mine, and uh, that's what I was using. So that's actually mine. He's like, nah, dude, I'm telling you, this is the house speaker. And I'm like, all right. How do I? I was like, dude, I'm not. Like, I just got done playing here. I play here, like, multiple times a month. I'm not trying to steal a speaker. Like, either you think I'm so dumb that I'm going to... Like, I could understand if, like, I just grabbed the speaker and walked out and nobody saw me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm going to get in a full-on conversation with you about how this speaker that clearly isn't mine is actually mine, and then I'm going to leave, and then no one's going to know. No one's going to know that that speaker's gone now. Yeah, yeah. They're just not going to put two pieces together. Like, they're not going to ask, like, hey, what happened to our $500 speaker? And the DJ's going to go, oh, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Couldn't have been that guy that just told me it was his and left with it. Yeah. Like, dude, why? What is, what, what would be my motivation for this? He wasn't budging, dude. I mean, he literally, like, lifted up the speaker. He's, like, putting a flashlight on the back, like, sliding across the ground. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? So, like, the manager's there, and I was like, Hey man, um, I think the DJ thinks I'm lying, but that's definitely my speaker. And he's like, oh yeah, I think ours is in the closet. So like I go up and I tell the DJ, I'm like, I think the other one's in the closet. He's like, mm, I don't know, man. Dude, like, so finally he like goes to the bar to get a drink and I just fucking took it and left. Yeah, good. But I'm thinking like, if I'm in his shoes, if I'm in his shoes, I would have pushed back one time. Like if I finish, if I'm coming into a gig and I know there's supposed to be a monitor speaker there and the guy before me goes, oh, that's mine. I would say one time I'd be like, oh, isn't this the house? I thought this was the house speaker, right? Don't they have a house speaker? And he's like, oh, no, dude, actually, it wasn't here this time. I brought in mine. It happens to be like the same kind pretty much. But like, that's mine. I'd be like, oh, damn. OK, sorry. Yeah, that would be that. That'd be that. Dude, this guy, I mean, just incorrigible (laughs) and like first of all i'm thinking like first of all 
Why do you need a monitor speaker? You're a DJ. Yeah, you have headphones. You have headphones. A, you're not playing the shit. You need to make sure that when you press play on fucking Lady Gaga, that it sounds like that they recorded it properly. <laughs> like it's already recorded. You just yeah. press play, put one headphone on like this, put the other one like this, and fucking do this. And you're DJing, baby. Like, why do you need a fucking speaker aimed at yourself? Yeah. Even this feels, I feel like a DJ right now. <laughs> That's how you do it. It really, uh. You also have them in the back. You gotta have it like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot you were a professional DJ. Yeah, yeah, you do this. Yeah. 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 Twist yeah. some knobs, deny some requests. Dude. I mean, it. I try to not have my animosity towards DJs because I do, after seeing some good DJs, totally respect it as an art in and of itself. Yeah. And then also after your whole wedding DJ fiasco. Yeah. I feel like you gain some respect for gain, DJs. Yes, gain some respect. But in that moment, I felt disrespected because there were, it was just uncalled for that yeah. you would blatantly... like. Worst case scenario, I am stealing it, and then they go, hey, did that guy just walk out with our speaker? And you go, yeah, he told me it was his. And they're like, it's not his. And then they <laughs> well, call like, me he up. He gave me this Matt business card. <laughs> <laughs> Seem legit. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I was just like, I was pissed off the whole drive home. I was like, this is unheard of dude and only a dj would do that and so going back to my whole dj thing i respect djs but i can't help but notice that only a dj would do that <laughs> only a dj oh, would act like that dude <laughs> could not imagine another fellow musician a brother in arms telling me i'm a liar you call me a liar he was calling me a liar, dude. It's you know, also weird because it's like, you see me have all this other gear set up. You grabbed this from the other gear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like, And then I came to ask you about it. You're like, what? No, this was already here. Yeah. It's like, no, it was... Those are my chords too. Yeah. Like you, you went through my shit to get yeah. this over here. Yeah. Oh, and that's the house guitar too, right? Yeah. Like, and that's the, the house bucket. It is a house bucket. But that's <laughs> everything I have to get that back. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that uh, that uh, really grinded my gears. But I mean, it was over in a second. I was just thinking on the way. I called up. I told Dom, ranted the Dom about it at the house. <laughs> Can you believe this shit, dude? And like they didn't even let me keep the bucket. <laughs> Another bucket gone. <laughs> and then I wake up to an email, same type of situation with Watershed, um, thinking because I I always get stressed about that shit because I'm like, even if it's a misunderstanding. A lot of times telephone game happens. One person yeah. tells another person what happens, and by the time it gets to you, you're fired. You know, somebody tells one bartender, oh, yeah, that guy, blah, blah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he just stole it. And then he tells the fucking thing, yeah, this guy that played here on Friday night totally just jacked our speaker. And then I get an email, like, I need you to return our speaker and never playing here again. Jesus Christ. So I'm like, can you guys check the closet? <laughs> yeah. Has anyone checked the closet? <laughs> so I wake up to an email on Monday morning that had actually been sent out on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. saying live music at Watershed has been suspended indefinitely. 
which I thought was my fault. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a speaker anymore. We have not bothered checking the closet, but live music is canceled. Only DJs now. I don't think they have DJs anymore. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. They might still have DJs. Yeah, but they don't have the reference speaker. They don't have they so they don't know what they're playing. <laughs> they might play a song and it's just not the song they thought and they would never white noise. They would never know. They'd never know. They gotta have those monitors, those DJs. And uh turns out that the reason it was suspended was because of some and again, I'm working I've already been uh I don't know all the details. All I know is is that I received an email that I read Monday morning that said Live Music at Watershed has been suspended due to zoning or permitting issues. Hmm. To which I replied to the girl, the booking girl, who she is not the one who made the decision. Yeah. Even Watershed like didn't make the decision. It was the city that made the decision. I said, can you please explain to me what code live acoustic music at Watershed violates that isn't violated by every other bar in Fed Hill that's blasting music constantly. (laughs) Like, literally, you walk up and down Cross Street and Charles Street, and every bar is just blowing out their speakers with the loudest possible fucking shit, the most, like... But it's not live. (laughs) But it's not live. It's not live. That's where the, you know, that's where the line is. Yeah. So, now... I play there about three times a month. Some people have weekly residencies where they play there four times a month. They're very good paying gigs. So a person who has like a residency there is losing more than $1,000 a month. Let's just put it that way. So I basically woke up to an email saying, you're making $1,000 less this month. So obviously I have to reply, Mm -hmm. you know. And um, I still, you know, she didn't know all the details Nobody really knows all the details, but it just irked me so much to think, okay, maybe there is some type of weird zoning law that says that because they're... Where te- Where is it in Fells? So do you know where the Cross Street Market is? Mm-hmm. It's kind of very similar. It's in Fed Hill. Oh, Fed Hill. So okay. you know, Fed, but it's very similar because Fells Point has the Broadway Market, like mm. which is in the middle of the street, and then in this, it's the same thing in Fed Hill. They have the Cross Street Market, yeah, so it's yeah. in the middle of the street. So Watershed and Shop Tank are very similar, and that they were built out of the market there. So they're actually technically in the middle of the street, huh. and so traffic goes each way around them, one way or the other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's I was, not like in a residential neighborhood. No, it's not like at all. Straight up it's, in the middle it's, of downtown. It's literally right in the middle of all the other bars. Like fucking Mothers, the most popping packed bar is right next door. Banditos is across the street. Yeah, yeah. Fucking all the ones. You know, all <laughs> what was that for? I had to do my cross, so I didn't say anything out of out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> You know how I feel about Bandito. I know, I know. I was trying to By the way, catch me, catch me at Bandito's on Wednesday, August 18th. I'll be there two days there before I turn 29. My last hurrah as a musician <laughs> in my 28 years will be at Bandito's, where across the street, live music is legal. At Watershed, so I guess what I was getting at is I could see that maybe there's some type of weird law, like some kind of like 
antiquated technicality that was like written in the city charter from like 200 years ago yeah, that no says busking and yeah and, Hill. and they go well so technically you're in the middle of the street and not like on the side of the street so you can't have live music here you can play music but you can't have a guy playing guitar and singing that music. He's going to get hit by a car. Yeah, this is <laughs> you dangerous. You guys are in the middle of the street. <laughs> you guys are going to get hit by a car from inside this building. <laughs> we're doing this for you. Yeah, we're helping you. You guys can seat customers and give them food and blast music. But the moment some guy with a guitar is up there, it's, you know, public hazard. Public hazard. We're going to get some rubbernecking. It's going to be a whole lot of issues. So that's the extent. So it's not even like a COVID thing. It's just like Nothing a weird to do with city COVID. bullshit. Nothing to do with COVID. Absolutely not. It's entirely to do with some type of weird zoning thing. Like, that's so weird. Technically, we've discussed in the past, this studio is in a business zone. The house is in a residential zone. The zoning line runs diagonally through this driveway here. Mm-hmm. So this is a business, that's a home. I like it that way. Yeah. You know, which allows us to do all kinds of businessly things like record podcasts and steal Wi-Fi. <laughs> Classic exactly. business stuff. All above board stuff. <laughs> so, I understand that these weird kind of things exist. But here's here's what bugs me. In order to find that code violation, somebody had to look it wouldn't, like, you wouldn't, I doubt that the average code inspector that is in charge of the entire city mm-hmm. just happens to know that, oh, well, actually, the music zone starts exactly, like, somebody had to, like, look at it, see there was music and go, not if I can help it. Let me check the books. I think it was the DJ, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, the what DJ if, is thriving. Dude, what if it was? Holy shit. You can still DJ. That's not live music. It's not live music. Oh my God. That would be an amazing turn of events. <laughs> if it was just that petty. Yeah. <laughs> so we found the speaker, by the way, but fuck you. <laughs> it was in the closet. <laughs> Somebody had to go out of their way. Yeah, like what the fuck? To call them on this. And again. As we discussed earlier, Ocean City can't vape on the boardwalk. Stupid law. But it's there for a reason. And the reason is so that you can target people. And you can selectively enforce that law. I guarantee you if they saw in Ocean City a middle-aged woman walking down the boardwalk, hitting her little e-pen or whatever, they probably would not have said anything. They said something to those kids because they fit a certain age group that is you know, a, the trouble age group, you know, high school kids, and they selectively enforce that law. I believe that that's what happened here. I believe that in order for them to go through that effort to call them on that and do the research to find some weird technicality to catch them on that is completely inconsequential, like... It makes I could understand if it was causing a hazard or causing some type of disruption or yeah. anything, but it's not. They literally just went out of their way, in my opinion, from what I understand, and I could be wrong, to target a business uh, because they knew they could. 
They knew they could. And there was zero disregard. And that's the thing that bugs me about the city I was going to get into later because it's been like a thing that a lot of people have been talking about recently. It actually was on made national news this past week. Which Did you see that? No. What happened? I'll, I'll get into it. But uh, just to wrap this segment of it, that, well, I guess I guess it makes sense to get into it now. Um, the other week, a bunch of bar owners in Fells Point, like a bunch, like 30 of them, all signed a pact that they're going to refuse to pay their property taxes and any fines that they've incurred over the past year mm-hmm. until Baltimore City meets a certain list of demands in terms of police protection, picking up trash, enforcing traffic laws, enforcing, like, a whole bunch of shit. Just a whole bunch of shit. Like, for instance, um, and Eric Mathias at the horse has kind of been the leader of this, mm-hmm. the owner of the horse you came in on. And uh, the reason I said that he was actually he was actually just on uh, Fox News hmm. this past week. He did an interview. I forgot which show it was. But uh, not like a partisan thing. He said that, you know, and. MSNBC, CNN didn't reach out to me. Fox News did, and I want to get our story out there, so whatever. But like, Fell's Point has been there's been there's been shootings right in the middle of Broadway Square, oh, shit. like right in the middle of everything, like right there mm-hmm. where like the pretzel stand is, and like people chilling, taking pictures, and like Damn. chop tanks right here, riptides right here, like right in the middle of it. Damn, Two dude, weekends you're in a to row. Do that, but you can't play music. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm getting at. Exactly. Two weekends in a row. Not just one mass shooting. Eight people. It was a triple shooting two Saturdays ago, right in the middle of Broadway Square, right around last call. Everybody's still leaving Damn. bars. And then this past weekend, there was another shooting. I forgot how many people were shot. Jeez. But like people laying out, bleeding on the sidewalks. And they have. Um, you know, just guys walking down the sidewalk with coolers full of booze, just selling them illegally, just to whoever. Oh, shit. They have uh, every. Now I, I know why the bar owners are pissed. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, absolutely. I mean, for real though. I mean, yeah, really. Yeah. Multiple times a week, they have this. I don't know what the event is, but it's been going on for quite some time. And it, uh, they set up these right at the that pier. Next to like Bar Cocina and Admiral's Cup, that pier that comes out, it's kind of, and then on the other side is Sagamore Pendry. Yeah. So it's a public pier. They set up these two speakers, like my size speakers, like big speakers. They're all, they're blown out completely. They sound like shit because they just blast <laughs> music as loud as fuck. And they'll do it like, and it's some type of like event. I don't know what it is, but it's just like a house party event. So they just blare trap music. And it's like, uh, it'll be like, last time I was there and I saw it, it was like 6 p.m. on a Thursday. So like people okay. are sitting on the patio at Bar Cocina trying to have a nice dinner on the water and there's just music just fucking blasting. Okay. I mean, but is that like a sanctioned event no. or whatever? Oh, okay. No. Wow. So it's completely unsanctioned. Yet they find the horse because they said the acoustic guy who plays inside, the guy playing inside was too loud. Yeah. So if you're a if you're a Tax paying? Was it you? No, it wasn't me. I haven't played okay. the horse since pre-COVID, actually. Damn. I, I hope well, to come at least back. It soon. wasn't you. Yeah, it wasn't me. That would make me responsible for two major <laughs> events. <know. laughs> so I don't know who it was, but apparently, like a enforcer person, whatever they would be, a cop or a code enforcer, or whatever, comes in uh, to the horse and is like, "It's too loud," 
and then they like uh you know they don't they don't use like a decibel reader or like what you're supposed to use to actually gauge if it violates because they have like actual set yeah. parameters to gauge this like if it's this amount of decibels at this point in the street is too loud they don't do that they just use intuition they just come in and say oh it's too loud an indoor music event an indoor venue that is known for having live music all day every day like this is what you sign yeah, up for when you go to the fuck? horse too loud also it's like what are you hung over like yeah what the fuck yeah yet walk one more block completely unsanctioned event on a public pier blasting music next to four businesses nobody says dick nobody yeah, says it anything kind of sound fun it's it, I, okay i was there I, I remember it was happening like uh, i think it was right after we did you go right after dan's like kind of like pre-wedding like where you had it at the, mm-hmm. his in-laws house we went down to fells afterwards and um, I think you might have dipped a little bit earlier than I did because I, I think I wound up taking an Uber home with Alex. Um, but like when we left Sagamore, I think we were in Sagamore for a little bit. I don't remember. Um, no, we, we, were, we went to Barco towards the mm-hmm. end. That was the yeah, last place yeah. we went. And we left Barco and they were having that event. And so like Alex and I were just standing there just fucking just like just fucking like doing shit. I think I even have like a... a a, uh, Instagram story where I like they were just bumping Tupac about to set the record straight and I like made a snap uh, Instagram story I was like S- I'm about to set the record straight I don't remember doing it <laughs> I was like I guess I was setting the record straight that night you had to set it straight I had to set it straight so it can be fun also if it's at 2am last call everybody's fucking wasted it's that kind of vibe that makes sense yeah regardless I whatever but during dinner time, right next to a business, people are sitting on the patio and and they can't even hear themselves talk because some random dudes decide they're going to fucking just bump music on the fucking pier. Yet, and, and nobody says anything, but yet if an actual business decides to have live music inside their establishment, they're getting hit with fines. Hmm. They hit a fucking... I think uh, he also wrote about how um, one of his line cooks, like after last call, like 3 a.m., nobody's in the fucking store. He's mopping up the floors... They came in and find him because he wasn't wearing a mask. What? Yeah. Oh my god. And so that's the shit. That's the shit that you're that they're talking about. Where like they feel, and I've seen some people. Most people. What, what's interesting is I feel like most people on any side of the political spectrum. Do you think it's just because like the city still has just like strict COVID shit going on, which I think is up July first, right? I believe so, but I don't see what the COVID shit has to do with. No, I get that, but I just mean like, I don't know. Are they just like getting these out while they still can? Sure, they may be doing that, but but at the same time, it's amazing to me the amount of resources that they devote towards cracking tax-paying liquor license-holding establishments who are already doing everything they can to fucking survive over this past year. I mean, it's been a terrible year for 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 probably no one more than the hospitality industry. Yeah. I mean, in terms, I mean, this is their entire fucking business you took yeah, away for a year. Especially a place where they're not really like known for their food or anything. Exactly. It's just like kind of the the bar vibe. Yeah. Nobody's like, oh, let's get carry out from the horse. It's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. good if I'm sitting there drinking and talking to people, but like, I'm not gonna fucking get Uber Eats, DoorDash. You know, yeah. I'm not saying the food's not good, but it's just like there's places that do that already. You know? Yeah, or there's like a place closer to me that does the same yeah. thing. And the only reason anybody would be doing it is just because out of charity, really. I mean, just to support them through the time, you know. But what bugs me is like the amount of resources that have been dedicated towards cracking these legitimate businesses with these ridiculous, like inconsequential infractions. Like your line cook was alone in a store mopping, not wearing a mask. That's a 
couple hundred dollar fine. Mm. You know, uh, you, your acoustic music was too loud. That's another fine. Yet, they don't say anything to the people walking down the street selling booze out of their coolers. Nobody says shit to them. They do it all selling booze and whatever else, you know, I got what you need type shit. And then they don't say anything to the people bumping music out in the middle of the fucking street. So it's like, I have no issue with a city who wants to rigorous, rigorously enforce their laws. In fact, that would be ideal. That would be ideal if we had laws and they were all enforced. That would be a dream world for Baltimore City. But instead what happens is it becomes this situation where they know they can't get any money out of out of popping the fucking booze cooler guy. They know they can't get any money out of popping the guys setting up the speakers and bumping music on the pier. But they know if they walk into a legitimate business, they can get money out of them. And that's when it becomes a shakedown to me. That's yeah. when it becomes this kind of thing where they are targeting, where if you are dumb enough to actually follow the rules and try to be a part of a functioning part of society, you get penalized for it. Kind of like, I mean, it, you can see how their entire business model is. I mean, why are there... Six speed traps in Roland Park alone. Red light cameras everywhere. And then you go to other parts of the city, they're not for miles in sight. Because they know where they can pop people that that either have money or anything like that. And that's what they it seems to me that they're doing. And also, Alex Smith, the owner of Atlas Restaurants, because uh, Chop Tank is in Fells, which is an Atlas restaurant, he signed on to that pact as well. Mm. And then coincidentally, a week later, they pop him for some shit at Watershed which is also an Atlas restaurant, mm. for some technicality. You think it's some politics shit like that? Absolutely. I mean, Atlas is the biggest restaurant developer in the city, I would say. Yeah. Probably, if not one of the biggest companies besides McCormick and Under Armour. I would say Atlas is maybe top five at least, if not number three. Yeah. Maybe Hopkins. Yeah, I don't know. Fucking no. Definitely Hopkins. But there's like several... I mean, there's a, they're one of the big ones, you know, and the fact that they signed on to that pact along with all these other businesses, they took note of that. And then they held, they, they had, they were supposed to have some town hall. And of course they have to do it by zoom just because they can, at this point, you could, you know, all the fucking politicians are vaccinated, all the fucking, but let's just do it cause we can. And then Brandon Scott doesn't even fucking show up. Mm. So he schedules this town hall and then all the fucking bar owners are waiting in a fucking zoom conference, never even shows. And that to me is like a fucking, it's like. And and I understand, um, like I said, there's people. Most people that I've seen have been pretty on board with this. Even people that I wouldn't have expected to be like, you know, because I always feel like there's just people that just no matter how bad shit gets, no matter what happens, they're always going to take this tact of like, Baltimore gets a bad rap. You're just overreacting. Get over it. Like kind of like the way people are about like squeegee kids. Like oh, people from the county just don't know how to react when somebody comes. It's okay. Okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it seems like in this situation where, like, you're having sh mass shootings. I mean, you could call them mass shootings, right? Yeah. If multiple people are shot in a fucking... Not, you know, they're, they're not senseless. Like, they're targeted. But also, a lot of people... When you're just blasting bullets into a crowd to hit somebody, other people get hit. Yeah, yeah. So, for all intents and purposes, we've had mass shootings the past two weeks in the middle of fucking Broadway during peak hours of, in Fells Point. And the bar owners are sitting there going... We're paying all these property taxes twice as much as any other fucking jurisdiction in the state. I mean, property taxes twice as much in the city than it is in the county. And they're, and they're paying based off of property values assessed in Fells Point Commercial District, which is super high because the theory is that, well, the real estate is so valuable here because of all the money you can make here. Yeah. But it's only you can only make a lot of money here um, assuming that 
we have been allowed to have customers for the past year. And then once we are allowed to have customers, that people actually feel safe to come here. Because now it seems like the city is doing everything in their power to not enforce the shit that actually matters, which means less and less people are trafficking in those bars, which means that they're paying taxes, exorbitant amounts of taxes, that aren't justified by anything. Yeah. And the little amount that they are paying is going towards, you know, basically shit, the police just kind of taking this kind of like, well, we'll stand off. We'll pop you if you're solo acoustic guy gets too loud but you know if somebody wants to fucking do this over there we're not going to say shit because we know we can't get any money it's not worth our time to try to shake down some guy with no money it's worth our time to shake you down and that's what pisses me off because in the meantime they pop watershed for some bullshit like that takes away thousands of dollars a month from multiple different musicians they have no regard for that yeah did that even cross their fucking mind you have to wonder, did they even think about the fact that that's actually people's jobs, that in an effort, most likely a political move, that you just, you got them on something, now these people at the boarding of housing and community develop. What, what fucking aspects of the community did you, did you develop by fucking doing something like that? You know, what is your purpose as an organization, you know, to go in and enforce technicalities because you don't have the resources to enforce shit that actually matters? So instead, you're just going to fucking focus all your resources on this stupid bullshit that makes shit worse for everybody. Mm. So, I mean, and, and Damn, yeah, I didn't know any of this shit was going on. <laughs> it's a big, it's a big thing. Like That's I said, fucking crazy. it was covered. I kind of, I had, okay, I texted, I had like a little conversation with uh, the owner of the horse, like just about booking. He asked me if I was free for something and I, I wasn't. And then we just kind of like texted back and forth a little bit. And um, we kind of talked about like the state of affairs down there. And so I got a vibe. Like I wasn't expecting the extent of the conversation we had. Like it was just a very like, like probably the most I've ever texted back and forth with them ever. And it yeah. kind of came out of nowhere, you know? And it was, so I could tell that he was like, and it was a great conversation. We had a great talk. Um, but I could just kind of sense that like, he definitely feels strongly about this shit right now. Mm -hmm. And then I go down, uh, I played at Ampersy and, um, like a week or, or I, after the gig, I went, stopped in the horse and I was talking to my friend Mark who bartends there and he was just had story after story. He was like, yeah, I got jumped the other night. This happened, this happened, blah, 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 blah. And like the vibe, just the vibe in Fells was weird because it's on the tip of everyone's tongue. Like everybody you talk to down there, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when COVID first started and it wasn't like, it wasn't so normalized yet that yeah. like somebody would just say like COVID and somebody would be like, Oh, like when it first started, you know, like before we were all supposed to wear masks and shit, like when it wasn't part of our everyday lives, it was just like a hot topic. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about it and then somebody else would be like, Oh yeah, I know what you're saying. Kind of like that down there right now. We're like every now and then a bartender or somebody or a patron will just say something. And then somebody would be like, dude, exactly. And they'll just go off. It's like on the tip of everybody's tongue. And so I noticed that vibe and then uh, I saw Baltimore Humor, of all people, uh, posted an article that was in the, maybe the Baltimore Sun or something. I don't know exactly what it was. Probably not the Baltimore Sun, actually. Um, that was a screen print of that letter that I was talking about where they wrote a letter to the city council. And then two days later, I saw Eric Mathias of the Horse was on local news. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, cool. And then, like, a week later, I saw a picture of him on Fox News. I was like, oh, shit, this is a national news story now where they're yeah. talking about these Fells Point barn owners who are, who are refusing to pay their taxes and stuff. And the flip side of this story to me is I saw some uh, our good comedian friend, 
uh, I guess I, Ian Salliers, you know, who I love Ian, but I can always count on him to have the exact opposite opinion of whatever I have. It's just like, it's like clockwork, dude. And I'm not saying I'm always right and he's always wrong. I'm just saying like, I just knew when this became a hot top, hot button issue, he was going to say something and I was going to read it and, and just like break my fingers off, you know? So like he posts something about it and like, I didn't bother saying anything, but like, what was I, the gist of what he said? Um, I mean, a lot of it, there's basis for what he's saying. I understand the sentiment, what he was saying. And it was basically along the lines of like, you know, all the what makes people, these bar owners in Fells Point is think that they deserve special treatment. Like, look at the state of affairs in the rest of the city. Why do you think you deserve all this? Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, I get that. I can see that. Cause, but, but isn't it kind of a shitty uh, position to take that? Well, the rest of Baltimore City sucks. The rest of Baltimore City is dangerous. So Everyone why else is just sitting there and taking it? Yeah. Why don't you get in line? Yeah, exactly. If anything, this is the only way that you can really enact change in the city. I believe that because there's no such thing as voting people out in the city. It's a single party yeah. monopoly. There is no, not like any, it's not a Democrat or Republican thing. It's just is a thing that when you have one group of people that is in con- constant unchallenged rule over everything for 50 straight years there's no incentive for them to ever ch- do anything effective because they know there's not going to get voted out regardless yeah they don't have to earn your vote in the city they just have to show up and put whoever the fuck they it i mean when you're like the best way i could put it is like when you're running uh in the democratic party in the city the republican party is a joke i mean it's literally like 90 percent democrat down there the Republican Party, they don't even bother airing the debates. They don't even bring them on radio shows. They don't even talk to them. It's just, it is a literal, it's sad almost. It's just, it's <laughs> it's pathetic. It really is pathetic. Um, so basically, the Demo- whoever wins the Democratic primary wins the position. And so the party backs these certain people. And it's almost like, to me, I've always observed it as like, they're just kind of auditioning for the part of mayor. It's like getting a promotion at your job. Yeah. Like, oh, I worked at this bar and now I'm promoted to manager. It's like, I don't see, like if the only way you can get any political power in Baltimore City is by playing along with the party line because that's the only way you can win ever, then anybody who gets to that high of a rank has been playing into that for how many years beforehand that what makes you think they're going to do anything differently when they get to the top? Yeah, for I mean, sure. it's, it's a ridiculous, it's a ridiculous thought. So I don't even... I don't even look at Brandon Scott and be like, oh, he's doing this. This shit's been going on for decades. And he's just the next guy who's sitting there with the position of mayor, who's the guy that's giving us this, you know what yeah, I mean? But it's not even all just him, too. It's like the not. city council. It's like, there's like fucking probably like, I don't even know how many people are in there, but let's say about 75% of like the city council has been in there for like 30 plus years. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. like... All right, why? Like, yeah. why do you guys keep winning still? Exactly. <laughs> you haven't done shit. Because they're unchallenged. They're, and so, in my opinion, the only way that you could ever enact change to get something you want is by doing something like they're doing. Like, hey, how much of this tax revenue for the city comes from Fells Point? People coming here, whether you like it or not, how much of the tax revenue in the city comes from people coming to Fells Point? The property taxes we pay, the alcohol taxes, the amount of tourism we get all these people funneling through every weekend, every day. And then you expect, and then, and then you put us in a position where we owe you all this tax money, but you're not even providing us with basic fucking services, Mm -hmm. which drives down the value of our business. We still have to pay you just as much, even though we're making less money. And then if I was somebody who was taking on, I guess I'll say Ian's position, because again, I think there is basis there. 
But I would be looking at it from the angle of being like, why doesn't every fucking neighborhood do this? Like, instead of, instead of other parts of the city looking at Fell's Point and going, what makes them so special? That they think that they deserve special... You got... First of all, it's not special treatment to get basic police protection, basic trash pickup, basic enforcement of laws. Mm-hmm. That's not special treatment. And the fact that you live in a city where you've been Stockholm syndromed into thinking that having a police force and elected officials that actually provide you with a safe place to exist and run a business and raise a family is special treatment just shows how far gone you are. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So why wouldn't these other businesses in these other neighborhoods, and I don't, I haven't, I mean, I've only heard really one dissenting opinion or two that like stuck out to me. Cause again, I feel like most people are pretty much on board with this, but for anybody who's not, I just asked the question, wouldn't it be a good thing if all we constantly talk about underserved communities, underserved demographics, entire sections of the city that don't get basic fucking services and they don't have the power. They don't have the leverage that Fells Point business owners have because they're not a, a viable part of the tax base. You go to parts of West Baltimore, if they decide they're not paying their taxes, it's like, we don't, what? Were we expecting any? Like, your house is valued at $15,000, bro. We're going to collect fucking 300 bucks from you and you think you're going to fucking hold on to that so we can provide you with basic services? Go fuck yourself. It's like, you have a section of the community that actually has the leverage and the position to do something, and I feel like this is something that everyone in the city should get on board with. I can't see a reason why not. We all acknowledge that shit is fucked up down there. We all acknowledge that it's getting worse and it's been getting worse. And now some, a group of people has finally made a decision to say, hey, you know what? This doesn't have to be the way it is. We don't just have to sit back and take this shit and just see shit getting worse and just trudge through it. And that typical Baltimore mentality, like, oh yeah, you know, it's, it's charming. Trust me, it's still, tr-. it's like, no, dude, we deserve better than that, dude. It's a fucking awesome city. And I, so, I mean, I don't know, dude. It just, it, it's, uh, I'm so glad that this is happening. And, 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 the, and the best thing about it is that it seems, again, like everyone I've talked to is in agreement. It seems like a very unifying thing, you know? Yeah. can't believe all this started from you stealing that speaker from Watershed. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, it's like a butterfly breaks its wing, dude. I mean, it's like, that's <laughs> just how shit goes, dude. Like anything else happen with you? Um... Minor story. I was kind of going to get to this uh, on the Ivan podcast, but um, I was playing in I was playing at Ampersy in Fells Point, and uh, this uh, my friend Sean. You know Sean. I haven't seen him in a while. He he travels through the whole winter and just kind of like you know because he can't do shit during the winter because he gets on roofs and does insurance shit. So yeah, and there's no hurricanes in the winter. Yeah, and so he's back now. And his wife was out of town. I think his wife was back in England because she's from there, mm-hmm. visiting family for the week or something. And uh, so he hits me up. He's like, yo, you playing anywhere this weekend? And I was like, yeah, um, I'm at Ampersy on Friday, blah, blah, blah. And so he comes through alone, um, like halfway through my gig. Alone like a bone. Alone like a bone. And uh, he's sitting at the bar just making small talk with whoever's next to him in classic Sean fashion. And, like, in also classic Sean fashion, he just gets, like, drunk so quick. And it's just, <laughs> like, the thing, I love Sean. I mean, he's one of my, he's one of my best friends. Um, but he just, he just, 
when he drinks, he just is one of those like obnoxious drunks. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, John, shut up. Come on. Calm down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's not violent, but yeah, he just yeah. like says such like blasphemous stuff. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. It's just like obscene types of like stuff that you don't want to be the guy standing next to him yeah, yeah, in yeah. public. Exactly. Even when he's that drunk and you're in private, like I've sat with him, like actually later on that night, what I'll get to, like we wound up just kind of, I dragged him away from the situation. We sat alone and had a great conversation for like two hours. Got a couple of beers at Cooper's, just sat at a high top outside, lovely night, talked for a couple hours. Lovely and then, night. Lovely night. And like totally fine, <laughs> but like you can't have him in public when he gets that way. You know, it's just, God love him. God love him. Bless his heart, but you just can't do it. So he's fucking getting plastered at the bar to Ampersy. I finish up my set, and, you know, I can already tell immediately just by looking at him from across the fucking dock that he's gone, you know? <laughs> and so I walk up to him. I'm, I'm thinking everything in my mind. I'm like, okay, dude, all I got to do is get my check and get the fuck out of here and go to a bar that I don't work at. Yeah. So I can't go to the horse. I can't go to Riptide. I can't go to... Well, I could probably go to Riptide. That's like standard conduct at Riptide. But I could, can't go to the fucking Chop Tank or the Tavern or any of those places. Um, so I was like, let me just go to... So that's all I'm thinking. Now, happenstance, Lord Leisure happened to also come down to see me play with his uh, girlfriend and a couple of their friends. So they're sitting at a five top in the corner. So now I'm caught in a rock in a hard place. I'm like, okay... Yeah. My one friend, Sean, came down to see me, and it'd be great if it was just him because we could just fucking dip. But now my other friend also came down to see me, so it's like, I don't want to just fucking ditch him and be like, oh, yeah, thanks for coming down. Uh, but, but also, my other friend shouldn't be around people right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And Zach would understand that. He did understand that. But I just felt, it just put me in a weird situation where I was like, fuck, man. Um, so, you know, we, we walk over to Zach's table, and... Uh, we're talking and Sean's just saying like one thing after the other that's just like I'm like Sean there's fucking girls here dude or like blah blah, blah just keep it down dude. god damn it you're married you're married for Christ's sake and uh so I'm like I'm thinking of reasons why we need to like leave the table every 10 minutes I'm like yo Sean let's go smoke a cigarette I smoke like 18 <laughs> cigarettes in one hour just to get away from public you know so I'm like oh let's go blah 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 and so now the owner of Ampersy trying to sober him. Yeah, up. yeah. <laughs> like smoke another one, dude. You cool. <laughs> Stop drinking for yeah. five minutes. <laughs> so the owner of Ampersy, awesome guy, awesome guy. Love him. Um, he took takes a liking to Lord Leisure, which makes perfect sense. They're both the same type of dude, like just good time, cool dudes. And uh, so he comes over with a bottle of fucking like Don Julio Ooh. for the table. And just fucking gives the table. He likes his new friends. He's like, fuck yeah, man. Good to meet you. Thanks for coming out and see Jimmy. Blah, blah, blah. Gives him they all, and now, the, now he's sitting at the table. The he's owner. sitting. The owner. The guy who pays me and books me is sitting at the table. Signing your check. Signing my, As he's <laughs> signing my check, he introduces us to a couple of his friends from out of town. Mm-hmm. Friends walk up. Now, the... The woman happened to be, I would say, slightly on the heavier side, I would say. And we happened to be talking about their last, when we first met them. I mean, this is immediately after meeting them. Sean's sitting at the table, fucking saying obnoxious shit about his hair and talking about random shit. And uh, she's, we were like, what are your names? And they're like, I'm this. She's like, I'm that. And blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, I don't know why, but their last names came up. And then 
she said her last name and then I was and then um Sean goes because they were talking about guys like having kids or whatever. Mm. Sean goes, Oh, so what's the baby's name gonna be? This woman's not pregnant. Oh literally the worst the, that's the first thing you learn in etiquette school. Never, Never assume ask, yeah. a woman is pregnant. Let them tell you. I mean, first and also I didn't even think about this, but she was doing shots with us. <laughs> like, and I'll, I'll admit, like, I am not an observant person. And as much as I, like, look and, and like, break things down and stuff, those little things I miss. Like, I never notice if a girl's wearing a wedding ring. I just don't I'd look. never say that to someone I'm just meeting. Yeah, exactly. So he goes, what is the baby's name going to be? And everyone goes silent. And then the boyfriend goes, she's not pregnant, bro. And then I come in like fucking Green Lantern with perhaps one of the better saves of all time. I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for this. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, no, he wasn't saying she's pregnant. He was just asking, when you guys do have a baby, are you going to hyphenate your names? Because we had just been talking about their last names. Mm -hmm. And then he goes, oh, no, it's going to be this. Mm -hmm. And I think they bought it. Hell yeah, I dude. think That's they bought it. quick fucking thinking. It was like, I mean... I thought you were going to veer off and be like, oh no, he was talking to our other friends who are, they are pregnant. Yeah, he thought you were them. <laughs> <laughs> he thought these people we just met were... He was were... asking them a question to you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what their baby's name is going to be? <laughs> thought you might know. I thought you guys talked about that already. <laughs> oh, I was here the whole time? <laughs> completely forgot what <laughs> jesus this don julio right he'll get you um so i think Damn, the save a save of a lifetime honestly Holy shit unreal and i immediately i was like sean let's go smoke a cigarette <laughs> <laughs> so we get up from the table and we just fucking leave that leave. was probably the that was yeah, probably the I was best like, move. Th I mean, that that was like as far as it could possibly go. I couldn't even yeah, believe yeah. I might have saved that, shit. but probably not. I mean, it might have. They. So we veer off. I text Zach and I'm like, dude, I, I'm sorry, man. I can't come back. Like, I know you guys are chilling there. Like, he was kind of planning on bopping around with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like. You know, once he's sitting down with the owner, he gets him a whole bottle of tequila. It's like well, we're chilling here for a bit. And it's like, yeah, well, I sure. can't. Yeah. chill here for a bit <laughs> obviously neither can sean yeah so we i can chill here but i have to get him away yeah i need <laughs> so him i gotta go with and him. i'm his ride home <laughs> to fucking bully's quarters and uh so sean and i dip and i text zach the whole thing he's like dude i totally get it yeah sean was like he's a cool guy but he was just being too much for that situation i was like yeah and also like even if they were to come at like sean wasn't really in a position to like go out you know i yeah. wasn't about to be like because i was gonna be like yo let's go to the horse and it's like and now i'm gonna fucking have a situation like that happen at the horse it's like no yeah so i'm like sean let's go fucking to cooper's i don't i haven't played there in two years whatever fucking <laughs> fuck cooper yeah <laughs> we sit down grab a couple of beers and like again great night great guy no matter how drunk he is to sit and talk to person to person you know for sure. but just not the place for him in that situation for public so anyway I thought that that completely went under the nose of the owner. Come to find out, Zach and I talked to Zach about it, and I we were sit, we went to Zach hits me up. He's like, "Yo, you want to go to the gym?" Because he lives out in Sykesville now. So that Tuesday after, he's like, "Yo, I'm, I'm in Towson right now. You want to hit the gym real quick?" And I'm like, "Sure." 
he gets to Taos. He's like, yo, fuck the gym. You want us to go to Tiki Lee's? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> so we go to Tiki Lee's for the day. And I, I tried to turn it into a business trip. I got to contact him for the guy that books. Mm-hmm. And it actually did kind of pan out. He, I, he, I've talked to him and stuff. Def. Um, Def. Deaf, <laughs> deaf, bro. Trying I like that one out. The I like that, dude. I like that. <laughs> I should have just let it go, but it was too cool. It's too cool. You had to stop. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, so while we're sitting at Tiki Lee's, we're talking about the incident over the weekend, and he's like, oh, blah, blah. and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna text the owner of Ampersand and just like confirm a couple dates and just just make sure everything's cool, you know. So I text him. I'm like, yo. By the way, sorry I had to dip early. I would have chilled with you guys. My friend Sean was just being out of pocket, so I had to leave. But, you know, obviously it would have been awesome to chill with you guys. No response. Mm-hmm. Now, I fucked up one of the dates in there. So the next morning, I texted him again after no response. And I was like, oh, by the way, scratch this date. Make it this date. That was my bad. No response again. Didn't mm-hmm. hear from him for like a week. Does and he usually book you? or He's you- a booker okay, guy. Okay, okay, he's okay. a booker guy. He's not the best text responder Mm -hmm. so i didn't it didn't really raise too much of an alarm because i was like he normally just kind of reads him and doesn't say shit anyway but like two in a row normally he'll say something you know especially if it's to confirm a date yeah where it's like a correction yeah i need to hear that like am i playing here so by happenstance mike manos you can always count on mike manos for needing a gig covered Mm -hmm. so i love him for that he goes yo can you fill in for me at ampersand on sunday 12 to 3 i'm like sure so that next weekend i go down and uh, I play the gig, run into the owner on my way out, leaving. I see him walking in. And I'm like, oh, by the way, sorry to bother you with the text last week. I just, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just want to confirm the state. And I could tell that his vibe was a little off. You know, yeah. like he's usually like, oh, what's up? He, he wasn't like mean, but he was just kind of like, like he was just kind of like he heard me and just kept walking. And then I was like, blah, blah, talking to him. And he was and he was like, oh, man, you know, I've just been so busy, like really. And I was like, do you book anyone else on Fridays? Like, cause that's why I keep confirming dates. Cause I figure you might want to book other people. He's like, honestly, it's such a pain in the ass to book people on Fridays. And I was like, yeah. Cause I was, I guess I was getting the vibe that like, basically if I show up to play, it's my gig. And if I don't, it doesn't matter. So basically I have like a, whenever, whatever Friday I want to play an Ampersy, I just show up and play, mm-hmm. which is fucking sweet, which is yeah, why I don't want to lose that gig. It's the best possible arrangement. It's like, mm-hmm. if I show up, it's cool. If I don't show up, it's cool. Whatever. And so I thought everything was fine. Zach calls me up the next day. He goes, oh, dude, happened to go into Ampersy again over the weekend, talk to Kyle, the owner. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, yo, when's Jimmy playing here again? And he was like, I don't know, man. Like, that whole situation with his friend, like, really kind of, you know, really offended my friends that I just brought into mm-hmm. town and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude. Damn. Like. He must have caught that save. Yeah. I don't I don't know if his friends didn't catch it. I really think we covered it up. And I think from the boyfriend's perspective, the smartest thing, even if he didn't believe the save, the best move is to play long. Because yeah. you don't want to hurt your girlfriend's feelings, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be like, no, you accept my girlfriend's fast. Like, if you can avoid that, just fucking yeah, run with it. Yeah. So that could have been it. I gave him an out, basically. Mm-hmm. I gave him a smooth transition to at least pretend like that's what yeah, we yeah, meant, yeah. you know? So perhaps the owner overheard that and saw right through that. Um, but I think because Sean had been like being obnoxious to so many different customers and he saw him associate with I think I think that the owner thought that I was pissing people off too. Mm. I think that when I apologized to him and I was like, we had to leave because I didn't want to ruin my gig, he thought I was saying, dude, I was so fucked up also mm. that I didn't want to compromise anything. And so he was left on the impression 
that it wasn't just Sean who was pissing people off. It was me being fucked up too. Oh, damn. And that stuck with me because I was like, dude, all right, it's two weeks after the fact. And I want to say like, dude, I, I am so sorry to hear that that was your interpretation of the situation. But like, it's really important to me that you know that that's not what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was the most on edge I've been in a while, just trying to make sure nothing got out of hand. And that's why I got him out of there when I saw there was no getting around it after a certain point. And, um, Zach explained the whole situation to him. Mm-hmm. He was like, Oh no, that wasn't Jimmy. Like that was his friend, Sean, blah, blah, blah. And so that's cool. And I didn't want to bug the guy. So I haven't talked. Yeah, I figured yeah. I'll see him next yeah, month. Just let, it, you know, yeah. let cool heads yeah. prevail, you know, I'm playing there tomorrow. Okay. And perfect. I figured, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I figure when I play there tomorrow, I'll, Bring it up. I think it's worth bringing up just because, like, yeah, my friend Zach said something, but, like, I wanted to hear it straight from the horse's teeth, dude. I want to go in there and be like, hey, dude, just want to make sure we're clear. Like, I love playing here. I would never be like that. I've never been like that at a gig. And, like, just like what I said to you. So I just want to make sure everything's, you know, no no water or it is water under the bridge, whatever the fuck the saying is, you know? But uh, that was kind of what we were talking. That's what I was alluding to last week. We were talking about like when you feel like somebody's mad at you, but you can't tell. That's what I was going to get into. But like that was just a situation where it's like life shit like that, where it's like I can't control that. Mm -hmm. I can't control that. It's like and then you weigh the options. It's like, well, Sean is a really good friend of yours. And like think of all the things he's done for you. Train me for insurance. It's like I can't be mad at him because the good outweighs the bad so much. I've taken great international trips with him and stuff like that so it's like yeah he fucked up that night and i i can't be resentful of that it's mm-hmm. like you know that you get what that's it's the package it's the sean page package you know <laughs> so like but i just felt like such an a sense of urgency to like just clear up this situation mm-hmm. because again that's like my best gig that i have in terms of like uh um like whatever the word is leniency and fucking pay and just like you know if i play like 15 minutes over they pay me for it wow. they like do the math They're like oh you played an extra three songs there's an extra this it's like awesome it's That's so cool sick. so it's like this is a relationship i do not want to fuck up and the fact that he was still willing to book me after thinking that i was doing that mm-hmm. is a good sign yeah, yeah you know the fact that he was like well jimmy's a fucking asshole but that man can play <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's also good that like even though like one person that you brought maybe left a bad taste, you also had Zach there too. Yeah, who left and a great taste. And now they're boys. They're boys. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, half of Jimmy's friends are awesome. Half of Jimmy's friends are belligerent. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's just somewhere in between awesome and belligerent. <laughs> so I mean, that was the only real big story I had. Other than that, anything else going on with you? Damn, that's fucking crazy. Um. No, not much. Just been working at the office and chilling. I, uh, Alex was out of town, so like Eddie was staying at our parents' house. Oh, so cool. I wanted to go chill there a little bit, hang out with the dogs. Um, yeah, really not fucking much, dude. Same. My whole drama was the fucking brunch. <laughs> brunch, baby. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Sam, uh, texted me, Sam Parat texted me today. He said, Yo, I'm listening to the Shake Shack episode at work. And that's the one where we talked about like the STD test and like <laughs> the inauguration and then like the fucking gym Shake Shack I wanted to open. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, 
my boss literally told me to I can't listen to it anymore because I'm distracting the office from laughing. And I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. So shouts out to Sam Perot, dude. Hell yeah. Studio originator. Yeah, OG sophomore. Perot Construction. Where do you think that's from? Take Sam a guess. built that fucking window. Take a wild guess. Yeah. He built that fucking window, dude. I was like, all right. It's a great window. It is a good window. Amazingly, probably the most, probably the best thing that was built here. Cause like everything else is kind of like the ceiling, you can see the fucking seams and everything. <laughs> but like that window, five years strong, not a fucking ounce of fog. I mean, whatever yeah. he did to seal that up and keep it waterproof is just, it was effective. Yeah. So shouts out Sam Perot. And uh, it's been cleaned once. <laughs> it's been cleaned once <laughs> this year. <laughs> For the first time, holy shit! Yeah, but we yeah. can wrap up. If and you if you're if you're a listener and you got a fucking story like that, leave a review, leave a fucking uh, five star review. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, I would say this just as a public PSA here, um, because we, I, Eric and I, obviously both appreciate people listening. If you like like a post that is made, or like if you like an episode or something, a lot of people like to DM the podcast like we'll get a lot of dms being like yo that episode was funny or like blah 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 but like i and i totally appreciate it, but it would be really cool if you guys could comment that publicly just so people know that the episode's good you know like <laughs> like because uh, all of our posts wind up being a bunch of people talking shit and then all the compliments come in private messaging <laughs> so it's like it's awesome to know that you're listening but it would be awesome if other people knew that you thought it was awesome because then they might think it's awesome too so that'd be awesome just in general awesome Awesome. Awesome. At LFTS Podcast on everything. At Eric Glazer. At Jimmy Seleski. At Sophomore MD. That's the band. That's Follow the band, them baby. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out on Spotify. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, till next week. Peace. Peace. Dollar renovations to a happy home. My ex said she gave me the best years of her life. I saw a recent picture of her. I guess she was right.